0: Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club.
1: And with that, welcome to the Dueling Club, learning one spell at a time.
0: Hello, fam. It is us, the Dueling Squad. I'm Al.
1: <laughs> and I'm Jen. The Dueling Squad?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, we're the Dueling Club.
0: No, we're the squad now.
1: We're the squad now. Yeah. No, we're not no, changing our name. Okay. Um, how are you? Tired. Yeah. I'm glad that you got breakfast for us this morning. True. Those pancakes were yummy. Their syrup, though. Okay, so he got us McDonald's for breakfast, which was nice, but I got us energy drinks. So, like, weird, but okay, it works. Um, But their syrup just tastes straight up like sugar. Like, it doesn't have any kind of... They could have just thrown some maple extract into that, right? No. Yeah. But they didn't. Nope. You're like you get no maple extract. You just deal with what you have.
0: Well, cause they don't call it they don't call it maple syrup. They call it hot cake syrup. Or hot yeah, cake sauce or it's weird.
1: Which is literal. It tastes like just corn syrup, straight up, just artificial meh. To the point where I put some on there, and I was like, nope, not adding any more. No, thank you. Yeah. Um. So, anything new going on in your life? No. You know what we didn't do in the last episode? What? We didn't talk about how you should like, follow, subscribe. Oh my God. And comment on things. I'm
0: calling the police. We're... <laughs>
1: We're... Join our Facebook page, our... At, or the group linked to our Facebook page for a more, you know, like... Nice, small group feeling... Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Better interactions. We, we post stuff. We interact. We like yes. it. Um, listen to us anywhere you you listen to podcasts. But we're hosted on Podbean. So if you listen there, give us a follow. Give us some comments. We'll respond. Yes. Um. Yeah. So we love you. Thanks for following. Thanks for joining us. Do you know that we've had a bunch of new followers on our Facebook page.
0: I did because every time there are, you get excited and tell me.
1: I do. I love you guys. Thanks for following us. Thanks for joining us. We really enjoy doing this and we really enjoy doing it for you. Well, for ourselves as well, but for you.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I haven't started looking for the Spanish versions of the books yet. But I will. I will. I want them.
0: Okay. You should.
1: Anything else?
0: Not really. I think we should pick up where we left off.
1: Part two of the book and movie comparison for Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire?
0: Yep. And I think this one's going to be shorter because there's obviously less to go over. Yes. Um. But that... Gives us more time to talk about and figure out Order of the Phoenix and how we're going to do it while including spoilers. I don't know. Do we decide we're going to go full spoiler or are going to go...
1: We're going to figure it out. Okay. Okay. Well, here we go into part two of the movie and book comparison. And again, we are not poo-pooing on anything. We're just saying.
0: Yes. All right. Um... Hagrid's lessons about the... Okay, well, let's... I mean, we can kind of skip ahead because there's not, there's not much difference thereafter. Um, Harry does write the letter to Sirius on the Hogwarts Express as opposed to after waking up from the nightmare. Um, that's the big difference there. Uh, they get the Hogwarts. The big difference there is um, Hagrid's lessons with the blasted ended the Nifflers aren't shown in the film. Again, the Nifflers, there's no reason to show them because there's no leprechaun gold. And that tension between Harry and Ron and the money and Ron being poor, again, excluded, unnecessary. Um, The blasted Scrooge aren't shown in the maze, so why have the lesson about them? Excluded.
1: And again, the Niffler. Yeah. Iron Man's warfare.
0: Um, Sybil Trelawney, divination. Gone. Not shown at all.
1: Which is weird Um, because she's supposed to be there for when Harry has his fit. Yes. And, like, that's just gone. Mm -hmm. So why would... Why would Rita have written a story about him not being trustworthy if that's not there?
0: That that whole element is gone until the next. I eh.
1: okay. It, I know it bothers me.
0: No, I'm it's saying because eh, yeah, it bothers me, and also a little bit of a spoiler. But like again, this is we already decided that this end was going to be the end of us trying to hold back on. Yeah. On so
1: gloves gloves off
0: after this point. Yes. Basically. Um, so the Beau and Durham Strang students, uh, in the book arrive on Halloween night, which is almost two months after they get them from school because... They start September 1st. Exactly. Um, so instead they arrive the day the term starts.
1: <sighs> okay. There is no grand entrance in the mo- in the book the way that they're they enter like the grand the grand entrance for the schools is the carriages, the carriages the carriages get flown time. in by the abraxan horses yeah. and then the Strang their ship comes out of nowhere in the great lake happening in the, the movie no i know but when they enter into the Great some of their actual yeah, the, ah, with the butterflies for the Vbeton no. and the capoeira for
0: <laughs> darmstring, which is so weird. I didn't know Capoeira was an Eastern European thing, but
1: or n- n- not Brazilian, no I know. no
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> although that was that was super awesome,
0: it was super cool,
1: I loved it like. We're not we're not poo pooing on the changes on mm-hmm. some of the differences. Some of the differences we really like, like the beau Béton with the little magical and the this, like that was cute. It wasn't necessary, but it was cute. Well, the Capararo with the derm string and the this and the that, like the the super duper masculine aggressive energy that they had, they, that was cool. And then the dragon, right? anyway. and then the dragon, like that was awesome.
0: True. Um, so. For some reason, we mentioned this when the chapter came up, by the way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but in the book, both genders are mentioned for Bobaton. Yes. They have male students and female students attending. Mm-hmm. Um, But in the movie, it was just female students, and then Durmstrang only had male students. Yeah. In both. Mm-hmm. Um, It's not an all-female school, which what the yeah. film sort of indicated. Um. And it almost made it seem like... How do I put it? That they brought all of their star pupils and, like... I think I think it's someone mentioned that it felt like they brought their entire student body because of how many people there were Yeah. for both schools. But, like, in the book, we know it to be only their elites.
1: Yeah, and it's only, like, 12.
0: And Durmstrang made it seem... That Victor was really their only choice.
1: Yeah, because Carceral b-
0: never gave any of the su- any other students any kind of like respect. No.
1: Whereas in the book, all of them put their names in. Yes, we know that all of them put their names in the Goblet of Fire, but obviously because of who he is, it ended up being Crumb.
0: Yes, he he was Parker, I was like prize student,
1: and Crumb in the book. Mm-hmm. Is not this super duper handsome guy?
0: I no, mean, he's duck footed. He looks like like he he doesn't really walk.
1: Big kind of gonna... hooked nose yeah. sort of ish mm-hmm. thing happening, and instead we get like underwear model.
0: Yeah, basically <laughs> a little little odd, but I mean you know yeah. Um, what? so skip ahead to the choosing ceremony or the the selection ceremony. Wait a second, mm-hmm.
1: we don't get. In the book and the movie, we yeah. see Fred and George having put their names in, but they did took a little bit of the aging potion to be able to do it. We don't hear anything about Lee Jordan.
0: Lee Jordan basically doesn't exist in the movies besides yeah. in the first movie with the announcer of yes. uh, the Quidditch match or the commentator. But even then, he's not named or well, has any connection to the twins.
1: Well, and who was it that had the... There was a female student that Dumbledore mentions that had a, a really nice beard, not as good as the Weasleys. Don't remember. But there was somebody that he mentioned. I don't remember who was mentioned at this I point. Mean, okay. But, like, other students tried the same thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the book, it's kind of like, oh, oh, those Weasley twins, only they would think to do an aging potion.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So then we get to the champions are picked and they're in there. Give me a Let me fix my chair. Fix yourself. For they keep like leaning forward and back, and it's like becoming annoying. Let me do the little thingy. Eh. They're not getting back. Okay. Um.
1: The choosing ceremony.
0: Yes. Uh, in the book, Dumbledore calmly asked Harry if you put name <clears throat> on the Goblet of
1: Fire. Instead of, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire?
0: And, like, pushes Harry into the table. Mm-hmm. That was, like, really weird.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was really, really weird.
1: Well, and you and I have discussed this before. Mm-hmm. Because that's one of the things that really bothers us. Because it's a difference in, in character the, the from what we're supposed... Yeah, and dynamic from what we've seen between Harry and Dumbledore. But... Mm -hmm. It also goes with the darker theme of the story at this point. Mm -hmm. That instead of him being super calm about it and just trying to get more information, that he would be like, oh no, this is something bad. Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire?
0: Yeah, um, I think the the reason why that scene exists as it does is because Michael Gambon admitted to not reading the books because he didn't want to... Um, taint his performance as Dumbledore. He wanted it to be very unto himself as opposed to him trying to recreate book Dumbledore, which I'm just like... But that's your job.
1: Recreate book Dumbledore. That's (laughs) what the fans want.
0: Yeah, exactly. But he said that he would not read the books because of that. So... And that's literally... As I scowl. I'm pretty sure you can find that. It's a pretty common... No, 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 I
1: know. But it's just... Um, It's one of those things, like, I get it. As an actor, you get to decide how you play a role unless you are specifically directed to play it otherwise. Yes. However, if... Hello. Mm -hmm. If you are based off of a book character, read the damn book. Yeah. Just actor. If you're based off of a character in a book, read the book so that you can get an idea of what you're supposed to do. Take it however, like, go from there and make it your own because you are your own person and an actor and whatever. However, I don't know, kind of, sort of, maybe, sort of, try to be like that character. Just a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um, so the, <sighs> list, uh, the list that we have here mentions Garrick Ollivander not appearing in this movie. He didn't. Uh, now, but it happens later. The weighing of the wand ha- weighing of the wands happens a little later.
1: Just a tiny little bit later.
0: Yeah. It, but it, the the next point yeah. is Moody demonstrating the unforgivable curses. It happens after that. Yes. It happens um right after the next one as well. Rita, Skeeter, and Sison Running, they just happens yes. in the closet. And then they have the Weighing of the Wands. Yes. So that's why it's a little weird to me. But it is correct. Garrick Ollivander does not reappear in this film. Nor is the weighing of the wands a thing that okay. happened. He doesn't
1: reappear in the series for a while.
0: Until the end, really. Yeah. Until he gets kidnapped, and even then we don't see him. It's someone who has, like, a thing over them, and then they get taken away. It's also not mentioned that he's been kidnapped. Yeah. Until later on in um, uh, Death of the Hallows Part 1. Yes. So, but...
1: That's, yeah, he's just not here. So do you see there's a theme here? In the fourth book, they just were like, oh, this character? Nah, we're not going to include them. They're not
0: that important. You know? They're only one scene. But it's Oh, just Mrs., like,
1: Mrs. Weasley? Uh, whatever. Percy? Whatever. Like, if it's a Weasley that isn't Ron or the twins, like, we don't care.
0: Basically. Um, a, a, little, a little difference between the book and the movie. We're going to skip that whole thing. Um, is Moody demonstrates the unforgivable curses on a different spider. In the book, it's one spider per curse, basically. In the movie, it's the same one. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, poor spider.
1: I know. I don't like bugs, but, like, mm-hmm. that poor spider, man. True. It didn't deserve that.
0: No. Um, in uh, another difference here, uh, shortly thereafter, is Rita Skeeter. Um, With she, her quick,
1: quick quotes quill.
0: Yes. She... In the book, young Terry Down, because it made it easier to connect with readers, I'm assuming. Instead it it of was more dramatic. Exactly. It's a 12 year old in a competition with 17 year olds, because remember, 17 means you are a full fledged wizard mm-hmm. or witch. Like, you know what you're doing. You're an adult you're member of world that world. society. Exactly. Versus a 12 year old. But Harry's not 12. No. But you know, might as well write that he's twelve. It's not too far off. Fourteen and twelve is the same thing. In the bo- in the movie though, his age. Even though she does lie about many things, she never mentions his age. Just a random little yeah. aside. Um.
1: No, she does actually.
0: No. Uh, she she. No, no. He, he, the, the 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 shimmering in the eyes. I'm not. I'm not. Oh yeah, that cause that's
1: where it ends. But if, she, if we had heard more, it would have about mentioned the 12. Well. more.
0: Yeah. Age would have mentioned, yes. Um, in the film, Sirius only appears on his arranged meeting with Harry through the Flu Network uh, when his head is in the fireplace talking to him. In the book, though, um, Harry, um, the trio meet him in Buckbeak in their cave um, that's near Hogsmeade. Um, and that's
1: when they bring him the food and all of that. Yes.
0: Yeah. And the next time we see Sirius is when he's invited to um, Dumbledore's office to hear the events of the night when yeah. Voldemort was resurrected, and then him I, in the hospital wing. Yeah, we don't and even then him get leaving. that. We don't get that at all. <laughs> You're just sitting there rolling your eyes like I can't even. I can't handle this. But yeah, that that scene with um, Snape. Um Sirius Molly Professor McGonagall I think that, we I don't think get so any of that left at that point yeah. but we we miss that entire big crucial Dumbledore is like the world is going to go
1: Yeah Professor McGonagall had left to talk to Hagrid, Hagrid. and Madam yes.
0: yes. And now two of us must recognize each other as we are yes. allies in the same yeah. fight. Um that whole thing gone. I know we're like skipping ahead.
1: But it's it's kind of it's very all crucial. related, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: because that's where Molly and Sirius are, and they're not in the movie. It's to that degree, yeah. Molly at all, and Sirius has one scene. Yeah. Um, in the book, uh, Igor Karkaroff follows Madame Maxine Haggard to find out about the dragons, but in the movie, that doesn't exist.
1: Can I just tell you that yes. in the the guy, the actor who played Igor Karkaroff in my head mm-hmm. made sense. Like yeah. it may he may not have looked exactly like as he may not have looked exactly as he was described mm-hmm. in the book, but the actor was really, really spot on for me.
0: After after the fact, after I saw that performance, it fit what I thought he would look like. Yeah. Like he, he morphed into I think there may, may have
1: been some thought. eye color differences, but like
0: yeah in the in the book he's supposed to have blue eyes,
1: yeah, and he has brown
0: yeah but, like, but and
1: like that's oh no that's a tiny little difference that doesn't affect the story mm-hmm. so I'm okay with that in my in my mind, now when I think about Karkaroff, I think about the actor who played Karkaroff.
0: yeah um so in the like I said um we're not even sure if Victor knows about the dragons. Um, because there is no scene where Igor follows them and Harry runs into him in the forest What does invisibility cloak so on. So
1: can we talk about the fact that Ron and Harry still have their falling out?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Um, they, you know, Ron is still jealous and it's always Harry and blah, 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 blah. We don't get, and, and we do get the Seamus told... So-and-so and so-and-so told so-and-so and so-and-so told so and so and so and told so so that Hagrid wants to see you. We got that whole thing. And then, like, I thought that was cool. But we don't get Hagrid taking Madame Maxine to see the, like you said, to see the dragons. We don't get Igor Karkaroff sneaking in the forest to see the dragons. So for all we know... Harry's the only one who knows about dragons. Well, no, no, no,
0: no. Madame Maxine is with Hagrid. I'm pretty sure. I can pull it up real quick while you talk. Hold on.
1: No, no, no. You're right. She is there. But for all we know, that it's like two of the four people know.
0: Yeah. At that moment. We- which which then makes it incorrect because ha- when Harry confronts um, Cedric about it, or was going to go tell him, he says it's just it's just fair. And it's like. How is it fair Victor doesn't know? Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, hmm, uh, whoever wrote the screenplay did not tie up all the loose ends here.
1: No. No, no, no. And it sucks. It's really annoying. And I just, Mm -hmm. I don't know why they couldn't do that. It was literally two seconds. Two seconds. Mm -hmm. Why couldn't you show it to us?
0: Um. So and I um. You ummed. T- <laughs> so the big difference in the I mentioned it already about Harry telling Cedric is in the book Harry sort of stalks Cedric on the way to Cedric's next class and then uses Defendo to um rip his bag yes so that his friends would go ahead to class and he could like talk to him privately. In the movie, Cedric is surrounded by his friends with Potter stinks badges because they're. Awful human beings. Um, holding a 14-year-old wow. Mature. Um, and he asks for a word, and they talk privately. And then, he's so like, I told him not to wear it. After he found out about the dragons, like, oh man, I'm so sorry. Like, you're still kind of a dick.
1: Yeah, a um, little bit.
0: A little bit. In the book, Moody Trends uh, figures Malfoy after Malfoy hits Harry with the spell. In the book, it's before the fact. Um, and it's because Malfoy, in the book insulted Ron's mother in front of Ron and Harry insulted Malfoy's mom back, basically. Mm-hmm. In the, um, movie, I think it's because Harry insulted Malfoy himself. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah.
1: And Ron isn't even in that scene.
0: No, he's and, not.
1: And the reason we get for Moody hitting, like, Hitting him before the spell hits Harry, or like what before Malfoy can cast the spell, is because Moody says, I'm not okay with people doing things behind your back. Yeah, like it's not okay if you're gonna go after someone, go after them directly. Yes, don't do it behind their back, don't be a coward.
0: Yes. So let me skip out right to the first task, um, and this is where another difference is where Crumb confronts Skeeter and tells her that she shouldn't be in the champion's tent. Doesn't happen in the book. Um, in the book, Harry's task of the dragon is short and remains in the dragon arena. In the film, the dragon chases Harry all over the grounds and ends up hitting one of the random bridges that is there and then plummets, and Harry wobbly flies his way back. Yeah. Um... As a consequence of Winky's absence, Spew and Hermione's concerns about house elves are not shown or mentioned in the film.
1: Which kind of and nice, they're not
0: because mentioned it's... at all in the film series is her concern for magical creatures in general, which takes away from her as a character because it shows how like caring she is, and, and it how also takes away from is.
1: their their her arc with Ron.
0: Yeah. Because the reason why they end up kissing for the first time is because of his concern for the house elves who could be hurt by the Death Eaters take barging into the castle.
1: Yeah. And he's like, well, shouldn't we tell the house shouldn't elves? Shouldn't we warn them so they should, can leave? Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, again, there we have a spoiler warning and a trigger warning for this episode, so Merry Christmas. Um,
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yes.
0: Yes. <clears throat> Uh in the book and now we skip head towards Christmas the Yule Ball. Uh in the book the scene when um Fred asks Angelina out to the Yule Ball and Hermione tells Harry and Ron she already has um a partner happens in the Gryffindor common room. In the film it happens in the Great Hall, while they're doing schoolwork for Snape. And the film scene also includes Snape punishing Harry and Ron for talking in class, which does not happen in the book.
1: Yeah. I and <sighs> I love it. I I love the way that Alan Rickman played Snape in this one because he pulled up his sleeves to smack him on the head. And mm-hmm. I thought that that was really cool. True. Like it it fits Snape's character for me. So again, we're not poo pooing on the on all of the differences. We like
0: some of them. Yes. Um, so the next point is Harry trying to get a date. So in the book, um, he actually confronts Cho when she's like. With her friends, because he's realized there is no other chance. She's always with her friends, so he asks her for a word privately. asks and asks her, and she declines. Uh, in the movie, it happens in the Owlerie, Mm-hmm. after Harry gets his reply from Sirius, if I recall correctly, about his scar hurting. In the movie, I'm saying.
1: In the movie, I think he's trying to send something off.
0: Or, no, because he she's ha- coming ha- he out. Has the owl bites. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, he gets a letter back from Sears. I don't remember what the letter is about, but it's it's something to that degree. Um, and so, he asks her there, and she declines. And then, in the book, he asks who she's going with instead, but he doesn't ask in the movie. Yeah. In the book, he finds out that that she's going out with um, Cedric.
1: So, I do want to point out that, yes, she's always with her friends. Mm-hmm. But if we remember from the first book, Hermione went to the bathroom by herself and was attacked by a troll. So I wouldn't be surprised if all of the girls in Hogwarts are like, no, we're all going together to avoid potentially being attacked by trolls.
0: It's it'll a thing. Really, it'll still happen if you're near Slytherins. Anyway. Well,
1: it'll still happen, but <laughs> it'll still happen. But at least there'll be multiple of you so that you can fight off the I troll. I was
0: calling Slytherins trolls. God. <laughs> Um, in the film Ron does not cut off the cuffs of his um, dress robes like he does in the book another slight difference not a big deal Um, Harry spying on the heated argument between Snape and Cargroff on the school grounds after leaving the ball appears in a deleted scene but was cut out of the final version of the film
1: well and we also don't get Hagrid revealing that he's half giant and implying that Madame Maxine is one too we don't get that in, yeah, the bu- so in the movie.
0: In the movie, we do see them... Hanging out. Hanging out and talking. Taking a
1: stroll, mm-hmm. relaxing, you know, getting to know each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One half-giant to the other. I'm just saying.
0: And that's a scene where they find out that Haggard is half-giant, not through Rita Skeeter's, Rita Skeeter's article. Yes. Um, in the book, Rita publishes a... Um, libelous, libelous, libelous article exposing Hagrid's condition as a half giant, which makes him go into isolation in his cabin for weeks. During which Professor Gobli Plank replaces him and gives a lesson involving a unicorn, which was followed by the trio and Dumbledore visiting Hagrid and trying to convince him to return to teaching.
1: None of that. None of it Hagrid's happens in moving. the film.
0: Uh, but during his stroll with Madame Maxine, Hagrid mentions her that he could carry his father on his shoulders. Which in the book, he mentions the trio where they were visiting him in his cabin. Um, It's
1: just, I feel like they tried to combine a bunch of stuff in the movie that didn't need to be combined and omit stuff that didn't need to be omitted because maybe they thought they were short on time or that people wouldn't be interested. Hey, hey, we're interested. Tell us everything so that things make sense. mm -hmm. Because the way they did it kind of doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. Um, The prefix bathroom is slightly different in the movie as compared to the books. The placement of the taps, really unimportant. Next point. Well, (laughs)
1: but we also don't get, like, the different color bubbles and what they do and what they smell like. Obviously, we're not going to know what they smell like from a movie. We're
0: not going to get all the visual effects. It's, like, impossible.
1: Well, I mean, if they're not willing to spend money on a, a Quidditch tournament, I'm pretty sure they're not going to be like... Which is a major part of the movie. Let's
0: spend an extra $10,000 on bubbles. Like, it's not yeah. going to happen.
1: No, that's not going to happen.
0: Um, In the book, when Harry's returning from the Prefix bathroom, he trips on the missing step and drops his egg down the stairs, causing the egg to open and make a giant giant noise. Well, hold on a second. Yes. So... Anyway... The whole scene where the egg opens, and then the Marauders map, and then all that stuff, and Moody borrowing it, and then uh, Harry seeing um, Barty Crouch Sr. in Snape's office, that whole scene is not in the film at all.
1: Which is kind of important.
0: Yes. Hogsmeade also does not appear whatsoever in this film. Which, Um,
1: kind of also important, because that's the first time they see
0: Sirius. Yeah. When they go out to give him food and talk to him and all that stuff. Yeah. Um in the book, Dobby gives Harry the Gillyweed, but again because Dobby doesn't exist in the so movie it's for Neville. the second yes task. Yes, for the second task. We fast forward to the second task.
1: And um, Neville So we don't after the first Defense Against the Dark Arts class where they go over the unforgivable curses. Yes. Um uh, Neville is all because of having seen what he saw. And that's when he gets the book that gave him the information about the gillyweed. And if Harry had asked him, Neville would have told him, but he didn't. So that's why, in the book, Dobby has to give it to him. But how does Neville know about gillyweed? Like, that part is never mentioned in the movie. He just is like, well, you could use gillyweed.
0: He does mention it because... They're in the library and Neville is still reading the book on the, the same book from the, the the same book from the book, the the plants of the Mediterranean or whatever. And then Harry poses the question, like, unless you can give me something that helps you breathe underwater, then I can't help you. Well, I don't know about, about that, but there's gillyweed and then.
1: Yeah. But so. it's not like he says, I learned it in this book. He's like, here's gillyweed.
0: I mean, I have to rewatch that scene. I don't remember exactly what what happened, what was said, what he was doing at the moment. Um, no,
1: isn't isn't Neville putting books away, and he sees Harry, and he's like, "Hey Harry, what are you doing?" He's like, "Look, Neville, I don't have time unless you can tell me about some whatever that can help me breathe,
0: some Tibetan that can hold, turnip that can, that help, can help me, me hold my
1: breath underwater, or yeah. breathe underwater." And he's like, "I don't know about turnip, but there's gillyweed.
0: Yeah. I mean, we we also do not get a sense of Neville excelling at
1: herbology. Anything. At anything.
0: Yeah. So then, I mean, we do get it in the book, not in the movie at all. Yes. His attitude for herbology isn't like push or anything, which is kind of sad. Yes. Um. So in the book, Harry walks into the lake. In the film, I think he's pushed by Moody.
1: Yes, he's like he's, he's having trouble then... because his gills are starting to pop out, mm-hmm. and it looks like he Oh, and when he
0: slaps his back. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, the scene when Harry emerges from the water, jumps into the air, making a loop, and then dives back in. Um, at that point, Neville's like, oh my god, I've killed Harry Potter. And to as which you see, Voldemort's
1: probably like, how did you do it? Tell yeah, me true. how you did it.
0: True. Uh, it doesn't happen in the book, obviously. Harry just <laughs> swims. Um he's... Uh, some elements of the Mer people colony, such as a rock painting depicting them hunting the giant squid, are omitted. Also, their homes, because if you remember, they have homes at the bottom of the lake as well, and they have pet grindylows and stuff, and they have like yards and whatnot. Yeah, they're not, like... they
1: have their whole little village there. Yeah,
0: we don't get any of that.
1: No, we don't um... get so much like that. Although it's really nicely done, I appreciate it because mm-hmm. we actually saw stuff. We don't see all of it the way that it was in the book. Like, I wish that they had done a little bit more with that. But again, I guess it just wasn't in the budget.
0: Uh, In the book, Harry struggles with freeing Ron. Like, cutting the rope is much harder for him. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, Harry cannot speak underwater whatsoever. But in the movie, he can. Just has a weird effect over it. Um, in the movie, Harry actually escapes the lake by using Ascendio, mm-hmm. but in the book, he just has to swim. He there is no other way. He can't. He doesn't know how to do nonverbal magic, so he no, no, just no. has to. And he can't talk the her like I mentioned. So he has to just swim.
1: Well, and in the in the in the movie, he's swimming with Ron and and. <sighs> Um Giselle is her name? What? The little the little sister?
0: Gabrielle.
1: Gabrielle, that's what it is. Giselle. Giselle I don't know where Giselle came from. I don't I apologize. Don't look at me like that. Gabrielle and Ron are in her in, in his hands and he's starting to have trouble breathing, so he just pushes them.
0: Hmm.
1: how did that happen in the book that okay just checking
0: he he throws in the book he like throws them up and then he drifts down yes and then that's when he's like no I'm not gonna freaking drown here and then he swims up
1: yeah
0: no does that actually happen no it doesn't happen no it doesn't happen like that I think he just swims up... And the people are following him.
1: Continue.
0: Anywho. Because um, I'm
1: going to open up the book and find out.
0: After the task... Um, Barty Crouch Sr. Um, has, you know... A talk with Harry. And that's like a, a fairly... Um, he is friendly... But the subject they're talking about is a bit morbid. It's about the sorrow of losing a family member... To which Moody follows them and speaks angrily to um, Barty Crouch Sr., who remains unresponsive and apprehensive in a way, because I think that he sees um, Moody do the same, like, lip thing that his son did. And none of that happens in the book, though. Um, Barty Crouch Sr. is not shown as being mad in the film, and there is no mention of him attacking, attacking Victor Crumb. Uh, the pensive in the film is larger and stays on a fixed location as much more like a sink.
1: I'm getting to I'm getting to it. Go ahead.
0: In the book it is described as a movable basin. In the book, the pensive shows Harry three different events Krokarov's plea deal, Luda Bagman's trial, and the trial of the four dark wizards, among which is a desperate and protesting Barty Crouch Jr. Accused of uh, torturing the Longbottoms. In the film, it only shows Carcroft's plea deal, but Karkaroff accuses Barty Crouch Jr., who is among the crowd, of having joined Voldemort. And he tries to escape before he's named, but it's too late.
1: So, in the book, yes. I finally found it, he grabbed Gabrielle around the waist and grabbed the neck of Ron's robes and kicked off from the bottom to go up. Mm-hmm. Um. He was finding it hard to breathe. He kicked his legs so hard. He's just swimming. Yeah. And then he felt his head break the surface. Yep. Okay, that's all I I just wanted to make sure.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, in you know the me. book, during um, his trial, during his plea deal, Karkaroff is chained to the chair. Um, but in the film, he's just in an elaborate cage. Um, the Dementors like are... The- I like
1: the cage, though, because, again, it's one of those to differentiate between the fact that everybody else who's in there is free and he's not.
0: Well, the chair was interesting because we do his plea deal first, and he's chained to the chair. Mm -hmm. And then we do Ludo's trial, and he is not chained to his chair. Yes. And then we go to um, the Lestranges plus... Um, Party Crouch Jr. And they are chained the chair. So it shows like there are offenders and then there are not so offenders. You know what yeah. I
1: mean? There's serious offenders. Yeah. And then there's like slap on the wrist offenders. Yeah,
0: so it's one of those things where it's like the dichotomy of it is what makes it kind of scary. Yes.
1: Um, that not everybody is treated the same way in the eyes of the law. Oh, oh snap, Kernovans. Wow. So different.
0: The Dementors are absent in the court scene in the film. They're in they're not in the first two in the book, in Karkov's Deal or um, Bagman's trial, but they are there for uh, the torture of the Longbottoms case.
1: Yeah. Which because, makes sense because, because, because he was an horror and they were they were torturing a uh, government official.
0: Well, it's because they've already decided their fate. Yeah. Their fate is to go to Ask him and there's, no, there's nothing they can show that can refute whatever evidence they may have. Yeah. And so they've already decided, just bring the Dementors because they're going to go with them anyway.
1: Yeah. Pretty much.
0: Um, So, in the book, the maze of the third task grows inside the Quidditch pitch. In the film, it is situated in a different location. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Because there, there are no, like, goalposts and stuff. The Sphinx and the Boggart, as well as all the other creatures and obstacles in the third task, are basically absent from the film. Only the maze itself appears. Yeah. So if we remember, Harry has to go through the spell that makes the world go upside down. He has the Boggart that looks like a Dementor. And he has the Sphinx, which has the Riddle. And then he has the Acromantula that he saves... Um, he's, yeah, he saves um, Cedric from.
1: But then he gets hurt.
0: But then he gets hurt, yeah. yeah. All that stuff is gone. Um... Cedric's last lines in the film are, who are you and what do you want? Said to Wormtail while pointing his wand at him. In the book, Cedric is attacked by surprise.
1: Yeah, because Voldemort says, kill this girl.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's it. In the book, Wormtail ties Harry with ropes to Tom Riddle Sr.'s grave and later unties him with his dagger under Voldemort's um, orders. In the film, Wormtail uses his magic to restrain Harry, um, bringing the statue to life with the scythe and using it to hold him.
1: I like that, which though. Which
0: is super sick, actually. Yeah. Um, the the Under the scythe of a reaper statue beside the grave, and Voldemort himself frees Harry um, when he gets his body back. In the book, the beam connecting the wands of Harry and Voldemort turns golden in color. In the film, it remains red and green, pushing against each other and okay. diffusing.
1: Before they do this... hmm I want to say that they that the scene in the cemetery between Voldemort and his death eaters is done pretty well,
0: yeah, the cuts and yeah. the ripping off of the mask the
1: cuts there seems off-
0: to affect them yes because the masks get ripped off and they fall to their knees yes and it seems like sort of almost involuntary
1: yeah it's like not word hurt. for word mm-hmm. it's not it's not exactly what we got from the book the energy but is it exactly was done the well
0: the energy is exactly the mm-hmm. same like the gravitas of that moment mm-hmm. is very powerful it's like oh my god like he's back
1: yes and he does the i can touch you now and, uh, which was super creepy
0: Yes. Anyway, I just um, wanted
1: to point out again, we're not poo pooing on the yeah. movie.
0: So everything else basically goes exactly the same. We have the reverse spell effect. We have the uh, the the shadows.
1: Yeah, but we don't the get the people. we don't get Frank talking to us. We don't get Bertha talking to us. Well, because because they're not really characters at the, this. They're just they were Bertha just there. Bertha isn't
0: whatsoever. Yeah. And Frankie's just a random muggle who's murdered versus someone who actually stood up to hold the yeah. um, We Yeah. Everything else is basically the same. Take my body back to my parents. And then it'll be cut to... Um, in the film, Amos Diggory mourns his son's death beside Harry right after Harry returns from Little Hangleton. Oh, in the book, Amos is only shown to have you? learned about it days later.
1: Can I tell you that I still teared up? When I watched it last night, and he does the, my boy! I was like, no, 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 no,
0: Well, it's, I think us talking about what he must have felt in that moment in the previous, like, two episodes ago, mm-hmm. like, is very real. Mm-hmm. The pride of his life is Cedric.
1: Yeah. And it and seems he, like that's he, his only child. Yeah, it like, is. Like, it is. we're not really told much, we're just told... My boy, this, my boy, that. But, like, kids with with a son... Kids with a son. Parents with a son usually say, my boy. Mm -hmm. Like, even if they have daughters, they'll be like, my boy. But it looks like he's the only child. So imagine losing your son. But not just losing your son, losing your only child.
0: Who is the pride Mm -hmm. of your life because he's so outstanding. yeah. And then in his most triumphant moment, he's Mo. gonna he's gonna potentially win the Tri-Wizard Cup, and then instead of being able to celebrate with his son, he has to bury him now. Yeah. Like that's why it's it's such a
1: We don't get his mom at all.
0: Nope. Nope. No, I don't.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, in the book when the real Moody is found, he is fast asleep, which I don't agree with. I think I remember him calling out from the bottom and going, he Dumbledore, I'm sorry.
1: No, he looks up, I think.
0: Yeah, and he says Dumbledore. or something to Dumbledore. I'm pretty sure. You can check if you want. Um, you can even play it too, because a couple of seconds of it won't get us copyright strike or anything. Um, he is fast asleep in the film. Oh, no, 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 Okay, sorry. My brain did it reverse. Okay. As in the film that he was asleep. No, in the book he's asleep. That is correct. In the book he is asleep, whereas in the movie he's awake, which is true. You don't have to check anymore. I already said that. I had it reversed. Chill. Okay. <laughs> not counting the memory shown by the pensive, the real Moody does not have any lines in the book. In the film, he says only this one line. I'm sorry, Albus. <laughs> When he's discovered, which is exactly what I said, I love it.
1: Yes, um, in the uh, book, Barty Crouch Jr. is administered the Veritas serum after he regains his true form and gives every detail of events shown, uh, of events shown. such as how, how he, he escaped Azkaban, got Harry through all the tasks, what he did to his father, and what went on at the Quidditch World Cup. In the movie, he's still given the Veritas serum. But before changing back into his true form, and the only thing he says under its effect is that he's not Alistair Moody, um, after he regains his form, the serum's effect apparently goes out and he proudly proclaims that his master has returned. So, in the movie we get all of that, my mom traded with me, and my dad put me under the Imperious Curse, and tied me to Winky, and then... The, the dark b- the lord biggest found plot me next by the way yeah and then the dark lord found me and we came up with this whole thing and i helped Harry.
0: and i'm so much like the dark lord we both killed our dads oh my god and they're
1: like what yes. yeah killed him turned him into a bone buried him around yes. Hagrid's hut yes. boom
0: so like i said this is the biggest plot hole which is impossible for me to understand how they left this in the movie Barty Crouch Jr.'s death by a Dementor's kiss is neither shown nor mentioned in the film. It is implied that he has returned to Azkaban instead.
1: Why would you imply that he was returned to Azkaban when he can be like, Yeah, the Dark Lord returned. Someone would hear it. But then Someone that leaves a paw for
0: why he hasn't shown up in the other movies.
1: Exactly. The people who made this movie, um, terrible disservice here should have at least done the whole where McGonagall says, I don't have to guard anything because when he came inside, the Dementor got him and gave him the Dementor's kiss. Yep. Again, a minute would have explained, would have closed this plot hole. Mm -hmm. Would have made it like, oh, okay, they covered it. We're good. But no. Apparently a minute is too much.
0: Here, some more disservice, which I've already mentioned, but in the book, Dumbledore and Fudge discuss their diverging views on the cause of Cedric's death, with Dumbledore asserting that Cedric was murdered by a returned Voldemort, and Fudge refusing to believe it. This is omitted from the film, even though a brief argument between Dumbledore and Fudge concerning Voldemort is shown earlier. Next, the train trip back to uh, the train trip back to London
1: before before the train trip,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we don't get. Harry talking to the Diggory's. We no. don't get the mom getting the closure that her son didn't suffer. We don't get him trying to give them the gold, the thousand galleons he won. And her refusing. We don't get that. We don't get Hagrid telling Harry, you did the best you could, everything's fine. We love you. We don't get Harry basically being in and out of it for a month. Like, it literally feels like this happens, and then the next day they're on the train back home. Yep. Did you accidentally turn everything off?
0: Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, we're basically done anyway. Um, So the train trip back to London is um, sort of gone as well, and then the...
1: Oh, and we don't see Hermione capturing... Rita. Which is the the next thing. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, in the train trip back, we get Hermione revealing that Rita Skeeter is a beetle, um, animagus, animagus, whatever. She was, that she captured, or where she captured her, because we find out in the book that she was captured in the infirmary when they were talking, when they were having the whole to-do with Fudge. Um, she sees the beetle on the windowsill, so captures it, finds out, oh, this is, this is how Rita's been writing these terrible articles, and the Slytherins don't care. They've been feeding her information because they want everything to look bad.
0: Yes.
1: Um, and, and Harry and his friends stupefy, stupefy Malfoy, Crab and Goyle. But they don't actually all stupefy Malfoy, Crab and Goyle. They all use different spells. Cause there's the jelly legs, and the multiple legs.
0: No, it was, it was jelly legs, and it was it was just a base. It was yeah
1: that caused this weird effect. Like <coughs> you can't send a whole bunch of different spells.
0: They combine mm-hmm. in a weird way.
1: Exactly. But <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I'm starting to lose my voice. I told you it's been a weird breathing day for me. Yes.
0: Um. But that's basically it. Those are the. That's the big difference.
1: Oh, and that Harry gives Fred and George the the, thousand the winnings. Yes. In the book, he gives them the winnings. He says, "Hey, I don't want this here. Use it, and don't tell don't tell Ron where it comes from. And but buy him don't, new don't dress robes. Don't ropes. tell anyone where it came from. Yeah. But buy him new dress robes. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. That's it. So the big one for me has always been Did you put your name in the file?
0: I don't like that. I don't care about that. That doesn't mean much to and me. And then the Quidditch world it, it's more of a meme. Mm-hmm. Um, the big I think the big disservice to people who watch the movies from the start is No Quidditch, No Quidditch Nash. Nice. And all people, of the people
1: who are missing and the storylines that are missing.
0: That's not the, again, those aren't, like, huge deals for people who just watch the movies. Yeah. Because the movie series as a whole, besides a couple of occasional plot holes, makes sense. Yes. For people who read the books first, though, it's all the pivotal moments that are gone towards the end, which are not okay.
1: hmm I agree. I just... Again, you and I have discussed this. We've even discussed it on the podcast. I just want a mini series where they do a chapter or two, an episode. Give me s- seven seasons, even if you want to do it eight seasons, fine, of Harry Potter and do about 20 or so episodes a season. Yep. Get as much in as you can. I would watch the bejeebus out of that. Yep. Multiple times. Yep. I'll pay. Yep. Like just give, just give it to me. And I mean, that's that.
0: Yes. Well, it's because we didn't drag it too much.
1: Well, because you didn't let me.
0: Yes. Why? Why are we gonna retell the entire? Because book?
1: I want to. That's not
0: the point of this. Whatever. That's why like we did episodes on entire chapters. Not to retell them now.
1: Whatever. You're so mean. Anyway, bye. Okay, that's it. That's the end of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire.
0: I don't know what the next one's going to be.
1: I don't know either. We'll find out momentarily. Okay, everyone, bye. Bye
0: Bye-bye.